This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Now they say a picture is worth a thousand words. I know it sounds like a cliche, so let me give you an example. Let me show you an example. This is Joe Biden returning to the United States. He spent four days in West Asia last week. He visited Israel, Palestine and Saudi Arabia. On Saturday, Biden returned home. There was no pomp or show at the airport, no grand welcome. Biden's aircraft landed in the dead of the night. And frankly, that sums up his West Asia tour. Nobody was expecting any Arabian miracles from him. But even by his low standards, Joe Biden underperformed. Let's rewind to last Wednesday. The U.S. president had three big objectives when he left the U.S. Number one, get Saudi Arabia to increase oil production. Number two, set the stage for Saudi Arabia and Israel to establish relations. And number three, bury his spat with Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Guess how many Biden achieved? None. Zero out of three. Let's start with the oil. On Saturday, Biden met with the Gulf state leaders. He wanted, he wanted all of them to produce more oil, to bring down crude prices globally. And no surprises, they refused. There was no agreement to increase oil production by any Gulf state. The only announcement came from Saudi Arabia. They, increase, they agreed to increase their output to 13 million barrels per day. But here's the interesting part. This announcement is not new. Saudi Arabia said the same thing back in May 2022. Plus, the output is not increasing overnight. It will happen only by 2027, another five years. So naturally, the oil markets are spooked. Crude prices are up 2%. It is trading at around, <clears throat> I'm sorry, $103 per barrel. Compare that to last week. Before Biden's visit, oil was below $100. Now it is $103. What does that mean? It means Biden's West Asian diplomacy achieved nothing. In fact, it made things worse. Objective number two, bringing Israel and Saudi Arabia closer. On this, it seemed like Biden was making some progress. First, the Saudis opened their airspace to Israeli planes. Then Biden himself took a historic flight. He flew directly from Tel Aviv to Jeddah. Cue speculation. U.S. experts were predicting a normalization deal, even a possible military alliance. But the moment Biden departed for Washington, Saudi Arabia released this message. Uh, no, there are, um, uh, this has nothing to do with diplomatic ties with Israel. The, over, the issue of overrides uh, is a decision we took based on our commitments under uh, the Chicago Protocols and also in the interest of providing connectivity between uh, uh, countries in the world. In other words, don't read into it. Biden's regional military alliance idea was also rebuffed. He was thinking about an Arab NATO. But West Asian countries don't seem interested. Saudi Arabia says the idea was not discussed, while Iraq refused to join any military alliance. These rumors are untrue and imprecise. And there is no agenda other than coordination and cooperation on the issues we discussed. Iraq has not and will not be neither today nor tomorrow, in any military access or alliance. What does this tell you? Two things. A, the U.S. and West Asia are not on the same page, and B, America's influence is waning. Just think about it. Twenty years back, the U.S. was toppling regimes in West Asia. Now they can't even increase oil production. And this boils down to leverage. Joe Biden does not have any. I'll give you an example. 
These pictures are from Saturday. Do you see those explosions? There are Israeli airstrikes on the Gaza Strip. Where was Biden when all of this happened? He was right next door in Jeddah. These airstrikes happened just hours after Joe Biden flew out of Israel. Clearly not much respect for the superpower here. Objective number three met a similar end, his so-called reset with Saudi Arabia. It depended on two factors. How would Biden engage with Crown Prince MBS and how would he address the Khashoggi murder? As it turned out, Biden made a meal of it. He greeted MBS with a fist bump, no handshake, no big hug, just a damp informal fist bump. But even that has raised eyebrows. Biden had promised to make Saudi Arabia a pariah, remember. He wanted to sideline Crown Prince MBS, but now here we are. That same Biden is fist-bumping MBS. And the drama did not end there. Biden says he raised the issue of Khashoggi's murder with Mohammed bin Salman. And that too, right when the meeting started. Respect to the murder of Khashoggi, I raised it at the top of the meeting, making it clear what I thought of it at the time and what I think of it now. I said very straightforwardly, for an American president to be silent on an issue of human rights, is this consistent with, inconsistent with who we are and who I am? Talk about hypocrisy. Biden spent two days wooing Gulf officials. He fist bumped the man. He promised to make a pariah. And now he's preaching human rights. Now, don't get me wrong. The sentiment is absolutely right, but perhaps a bit rich coming from the United States of America. That's something that the crown prince did point out. His Royal Highness also mentioned to the President that uh, mistakes like this happen in other countries and we saw a mistake like this being committed by the United States in Abu Ghraib and that the United States took steps in order to deal with those who were found guilty and to ensure that mechanisms are put in place to prevent this from happening again. So Saudi Arabia is calling out America's human rights record, subtle but effective. Biden's entire trip was one setback after another. He wanted more oil. Instead, crude prices are up 2%. He wanted to raise human rights. Instead, he got a lecture from MBS. And don't forget the domestic impact of these failures. The higher oil prices will hurt his party, the Democrats, in the midterm elections coming up later this year. Also, Biden's meeting with MBS has cost him crucial support. Some Democrats say he abandoned his principles, which brings us back to Biden's overwhelming, underwhelming, rather, return to Washington, D.C., no hero's welcome, no grand ceremony. Maybe he was better off staying in the White House. At least then, oil was cheaper.